must constantly look at things in a different way. The Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast was created by two physical therapists out of the desire to learn more about the different educational roles in physical therapy and healthcare and how healthcare education works by talking with educational leaders and people with different perspectives within physical therapy and across interdisciplinary lines on how education can be improved to disrupt the status quo of healthcare education. This is our journey, and thanks for listening. Are you a third-year physical therapy student that excels on tests when you have study guides, checklists, and deadlines? With all of the information available about how to prepare for the NPTE, it's easy to get disorganized and not feel prepared going into the big day. NPTE Prep Success is an online course that provides PT students easy-to-use study guides and step-by-step guidance through the NPTE preparation. To learn more, visit kylericeprep.com. Thank you again all for your continued support, and now for the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field, and I've got a guest on today who, who we've been excited to talk to for a couple of years now, Nick Adkins. Nick, you've been involved in a lot of cool things lately. Pink socks movement is the big one, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but if you don't mind, could you tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what your educational background was that led you to where you're at today? Sure. Hey, Scott, thanks for having me on the podcast today. Yeah, well, once upon a time, I was a healthcare executive in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I got my MBA at Belmont and went undergrad at University of Southern Miss. That was a long time ago, I want to tell you. And in 2010, I went to this thing called Burning Man for my first time, which is a big event out in the desert, Nevada, and decided that I was, I was done being a healthcare executive. So I moved to Portland, Oregon, which is where I am now. And um, along the way, was involved in, in a startup out here that created some really cool technology for secure asynchronous video file management. And oh, I guess it was 2015 at HEMS in Chicago that year. Andrew Richards and I went and started giving away these pink socks with mustaches on them just for fun, just to create some connections. And, you know, we had no idea then that a pink socks would turn into a global movement. It's now a nonprofit, a 501c3, and that's all about spreading love and kindness all around the world. We've over a hundred thousand pairs of pink socks have been gifted. And it's just, um, it's something fun to, to be involved with. I'm grateful to see what it's become and how it continues to grow even outside of healthcare. So it's, uh, it's, it's, like I say, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you, you were actually, uh, the one that gifted me my first pair of pink socks. Uh, you sent a pair through the mail. I was, uh, somewhere in the middle of my my physical therapy journey. And, uh, you know, I wore them quite often, especially at conferences, because they're, you know, it's conversation starter for sure. People like to hear more about it. 
Uh, and then, you know, I pretty quickly wore a hole in them because I was wearing them so much. I enjoyed them a lot, right? It, it was it was a cool sock, right? But uh, since then, I've been gifted another pair by uh, Mark Milligan, yeah. Jerry Durham. Jerry Durham yeah. gave me a pair, you know, just a couple of really big names in, in the world of physical therapy. And I appreciate those guys for it. I'm probably due for a new pair pretty soon, actually, now that I think about it. They're getting a little thin. So I'll have oh, to order, oh, order me I'm up a bunch. You, I'm going to send you some more. I'm going to send you some to wear and some to gift because awesome. it's all built on this ethos of gifting like you say you know you've your pink socks have come to you via others because they gifted them to you and 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 the movement is really built on this ethos of gifting and there's a really cool book by a woman named robin kimmerer robin wall kimmerer the name of the book is called braiding sweetgrass and there's a, there's a line in the book that she says the difference between commodity exchange and gifting is that gifting creates a relationship bond and that's right yeah so the pink socks they're they're meant for you to to wear and when someone says hey i like those those are cool those are fun those are funky that's the universe tapping on the shoulder saying well let's stop get off your phone stay on the train another stop say what's your name i'm, I'm scott there you wait a minute i've actually got something in my bag for you and then you give them their pink socks and keep that gifting ethos going forward. And, and really the gift that you're going to create each time you wear your pink socks are the smiles that you're going to create. And so that's the gift that keeps on, on giving. And, um, and if you go to the website, if your listeners go to the pink socks website is pinksocks.life. Um, it's very simple. You can see how to order socks to gift. We give you we send them out by the dozens. So when you go there, you'll be ordering socks by the dozens. And we provide them at pass through at our cost. And, and we like to ask the people to donate. That's we that's how we keep this going. Like I say we're a 51c3 charitable organization. So all your donations um, you can talk to your accountant what happens to those, but it's it's, it's a good thing. And you help us spread love and kindness all around the world. And, and one of the interesting, you know, things that has just really been mind blowing and has really blown my heart wide open each time I, I think about it is Pink Socks is now involved in 30 different schools in nine different states around the country where teachers are using Pink Socks as part of their teaching kindness curricula pre-K all the way through high school and you see the kids wearing their pink socks and you know learning and they wear them back to school each one day a week each school picks a day of the week that they all wear their pink socks back to school and teachers capture workers all the kids and the teachers have a, a day in in that classes schedule that they scheduled where they teach kids about empathy and kindness and diversity and inclusion and not bullying each other, you know, all the stuff that grows good humans. So it's, it's like I say, grateful to, to see how that's happened. If you'll, on the website, pinksocks.live, this last couple of blog entries will go into detail about how we got into the schools and, um, but yeah. And, and also on the website, if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, there's a TED talk I did in San Francisco in 2017 that kind of give you the whole backstory on, on how this came to be and my journey to Burning Man and the whole ethos of gifting. You, 
I don't remember which pair of pink socks you got first, Scott, but the original, you know, we call those the OGs uh, were just mustaches only. Yep. That's what I had, the mustache yeah. only. Yeah, the OGs. And so in, in 2000, 2017, when we did the TED Talk, we added the, the puzzle pieces. So the pink socks since 2017 to now have the mustaches as well as puzzle pieces. And the puzzle pieces represent the power of connection pink socks connecting us all around the world. And, um, you know, that's really, you know, when, we, when we talk about all the stuff that's happening in healthcare and, and you know, it's, I mean, technology, you know, it's, it's a thing, right? There's, we're, we're swimming in connectivity but a lot of times we're lacking connection. So true authentic connection, the ability to share space and listen to someone's heart speak and see the humanity in each other. You know, so that's hopefully Pink Socks help you remember that that's really what it's about. It's about a connection, an authentic connection in real life, you know, or maybe on Twitter where you see someone and you celebrate the good things that they're doing in, in their world, in their life. And you help celebrate that. And you know, there's so much opportunity on, on social media, any of the platforms to say, hey, look at me, look at me, look how great I am. Yeah, okay. Pink Socks is an opportunity for you to say, hey, look what, he's doing today look what she's doing look what they're doing let's celebrate them yeah it's an opportunity for you to get outside of yourself and and recognize that there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things in the world i mean you know like you said jerry and and, and mark and on and on and you know it's just um the pt community is awesome uh, i'm a big fan of uh, get pt first sean Yep. Started that. Uh, yeah. All you it just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Like I've just transitioned into academia. Right. So I'm teaching yeah. physical therapy students now. Right. I'm on the other side of things. Right. Uh, and I, I teach, uh, you know, a course intro to physical therapy, essentially, which is like, you know, uh, professionalism and, and, um, uh, communication, right? And so I think that empathy part is is a big portion of it. So I'll have to see if I can work it into my curriculum as well. But yeah. you know, healthcare, like you said, in general has been uh, it's a it's been a bumpy ride. You know, uh, especially the last couple of years with the the pandemic for sure. But uh, can you tell us a little bit? Can you go down into just a little bit and touch on uh, what made you kind of change directions and and why you kind of left the healthcare executive uh, position? Well, that's a big question, and I don't know if I've got, <laughs> I don't know if I have a, an adequate answer for that. I will tell you that, you know, healthcare is some, especially at the, at the macro level, it's, it's really about money. Sometimes, oftentimes, what gets lost in that, that math is the humanity of it, and I tell you, I, I was in a four-wheeling accident in, well, I guess, about seven years ago. A friend and I were out here, and 
the side of a mountain and flipped and rolled a four-wheeler and you know I had to I broke my shoulder and, and I was in PT for about a year and a half getting my shoulder back and you know looking back on on that year and a half of PT what you know what a lot of the magic was with with my physical therapist was a lot of talking <laughs> you know I would lay there and 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 talk while he would you know sometimes it felt like you know wasn't even doing anything other than just having his hands on my shoulder yeah. but there was so much therapy in me working through the the trauma of the accident the ptsd of the accident and and spending that time each week you know in the beginning it was twice a week um just talking through the accident yeah. There is a very therapeutic side to yeah. physical therapy, right? I mean, it we really is. We go yeah. through a lot of that. Yeah. Just so it's, it's, it's such a relationship that, uh, you know, if you go see, if you go see the doctor or, you know, they, they, they got to see so many patients in an hour, you know, you don't, they don't, you don't really have time to tell your story. And, and, and that was just a very valuable time that I would get to spend an hour just, talking to my physical therapist, uh, you know, in retrospect, looking back and seeing how much, really how much mental health therapy I was getting in those sessions. I'm, I'm grateful. So. Yeah, we, we definitely teach our, our students that, that, you know, a lot of times doctors are in and out in an average of eight minutes uh, to wow. see a patient. Yeah. And that's maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, if they're lucky, you know, if they're pretty healthy and nothing's really going on. Well, physical therapists, uh, you know, we get to see people for about 30 to 60 minutes a day, you know, sometimes multiple days a week. So that is very valuable time to create those connections and those relationships, you know, and, and build those bonds. And that's not even taking it to that next step, like you said, of, of hands-on therapy, right? We then start to put our hands on people, you know, and you, you get that really close connection of touch and feeling as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so again, it's, it, it's an amazing field. I'm blessed, I think, uh, you know, to, to have gotten into the field when I did and, you know, it's, it's opened a ton of opportunities for me and, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, but at the same time, it comes with, you know, some of the business sides of things like you talked about, right. Healthcare is, is a business, you know, and it's getting more and more so every day. And we're seeing, you know, Medicare cuts and, you know, reimbursement cuts and, it, you know, it's, it's almost making it not worth it for us to, to do our jobs as physical therapists. So, you know, I know we're, we're trying to stay positive and we're trying to, educate our students as to like, Hey, here's some of the bumpy waters you're going to have to navigate, you know, but if you really care about it and you truly love the profession, there's, there's ways to do it. You know, you may have to think outside the box a little, you may have to, you know, go an unconventional way about it, but uh, it can be done, you know? And, and I think that's, that's the thing they have to notice is that it's, there's sometimes it's more than just clocking in and clocking out at nine to five as a physical therapist. You know, there's there's other ways to help people and to spread our knowledge and our skill sets, uh, you know, without having to to do it under the umbrella of say a you know a healthcare system or a, a hospital system. So you yeah, know, my uh, physical therapist I saw here in Portland was outside of the the system. It was a husband and wife team. They're both physical therapists and have their own private practice, and you know, made it made it work. I think they're thriving. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, it can be done. You know, there, there are different ways to, to do it. And I think we just have to, at, at the very least, make people aware. You know, and that's one thing I can say without a doubt is that the Pink Socks movement has, has at least brought an awareness to this, you know, loving, caring community and, and, and this message of, you know, just being kind and, and showing empathy. Uh, and that's why I've, I've loved your journey. I've loved following everything that you're doing. There's a huge group in Austin that, that you know, gets together and, and meets. I, I moved from Waco down to Wimberley now, just out in the hill country there. So I'm about 30 minutes from Austin and the campus where I teach at. And, uh, you know, I, I, I follow probably five or 10 of them on Twitter that are in Austin and they meet up pretty frequently still. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of tribe there and, and, in Austin, um, in fact, on the on, on the website PinkSocks.life, on the homepage, there's two videos. One at the bottom of the page is the TED Talk, and there was the first video you come to was actually in Austin, and that was at the Dell Med School. And we came in and gifted all the med students their pink socks and gave them a talk about empathy, and then we had a pink socks meetup that evening out at the Oasis at Lake Travis. Mm -hmm. so, so what happens at a pink socks meetup well, if you go watch that video you see it's a bunch of happy smiley people who, who yeah. like to give hugs you know so yeah in the, in the pre-pandemic world yeah right yeah no that's awesome well uh, nick can you tell us a little bit about uh the van and your travels and your journeys and how this pink socks movement has kind of brought you across the country and back several times over yeah well yeah before the pandemic, it was around the world. I mean, literally, I'm, uh, hopefully that all comes back, but we've been fortunate enough to travel and speak at a lot of conferences around the world. In fact, I'm doing a recording right after this one for the digital health conference that's happening in New Zealand, which was supposed to be in person and got, it's now got postponed, you know, a couple of years and they said, well, finally, we just have to do it virtually and um yeah so i guess last last february this past about a year ago um we got the van and so if you you know on instagram or pinksocks.life you, know, so you can probably find the van there and it's it's you know it's it's the message on the socks the world is full of good when you believe it you see it keep doing that it's got a big love more logo on it and the, so well, if you, we're like, okay, if you can't fly right now and get around to, to especially the schools that were wanting to have these kindness pep rallies and roll out pink socks as well, let's just get a van and we'll, we'll go do that. So it's been, it's been fine. You know, every time I'm in the van, I'm, it's, it's always a conversation starter or get out of the parking lot or fill it up with diesel, always somebody comes over and looks at it and, and I, it, it used to go something like this. They'll, they'll look at it and they'll go, hmm, well, what's this about? And what does this mean? And I'll look at them and say, what? So point at it and there it is, you know, big letters. I say, well, what does it mean to you? Yeah, because that's what's important. It's not really important what, how I interpret that message. What's what's important is how each of us interprets it. And so they'll tell me, well, I think it means that we just need to be kind to each other or the world would be a better place if we loved each other more or on and on and on, right? It's very similar answers, but, but I always get their answer and I'll say, 
That's exactly what it means. Yeah, right. And then I said, what's your name? That's boom. And that oftentimes, just like connections with your pink socks, that oftentimes leads into, into a story. Yeah, and they'll say, well, I'm, this is my name and, you know, and 30 minutes later, you know, they've told you, they've told you a story. And oftentimes it's, it's a story of, of heartbreak and pain and loss. It's, you know, it's oftentimes it's, I just lost my, I just lost my son to a drug overdose or my wife just died from cancer or on and on. And, and you just sit there and you hold space and you, and you be a kind human and you'd be grateful that you saw that person that day. And that you, you know, Scott, every, everybody's got a story. All we have to do is stop and listen. And so the van has been a really good thing for me to slow down uh, to wait for each of those opportunities. And, and when I see them coming, I, I don't rush off and drive away, but yeah. And same thing with your socks, you know? So it's just, you know, when someone comments, that's don't just say thank you and keep walking. That's really your time to, to hold space and, and have a connection. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, Nick, we've got one final question that we ask everybody uh, here on the podcast. If you, and I'm going to expand it a little for, for you because of your, your past and, and your experience. If, if you could change one aspect of higher education and or healthcare education, what aspect would you change and how would you change it? Well, I'd say it'd be free. That's what I'd say. I'd say that nobody comes out in debt. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to start off and digging yourself out of a hole. And I really, you know, I don't care which side of politics you're on. Uh, it, it just doesn't make any sense to, to start out in the hole. And there's plenty of countries in the world that have figured out how to do this. And the fact that we haven't, well, like I say, we just have to, we just have to figure that one out. Yeah. And, and if I've got to, you know, all got to pay in a little more so that we all help each other, well, then that's worth it. Right. Yeah. If I know I'm making the investment in you so that you're making an investment in the community that you're paying this back by providing service and healthcare for us well yeah of course let's 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 get you through school yeah yeah we need you it's you know you're the the roi the return on investment is 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 a no-brainer i mean but to force you to enter into a system where you're already in debt it's just it's not not the way we need to do it 
Yeah. That's the uh, number one most given answer on the show is, is cost, you know, and that, that actually is what led me to write my book, PT Educator, Student Debt Eliminator, because it, I just felt like it wasn't fair. You know, it, it, it wasn't fair for my family. It wasn't fair for, you know, students coming out, especially physical therapists, the debt to income ratio is bad and getting worse. You know, if you're graduating with $150,000, $200,000 worth of student loan debt, and you're making sixty-five, seventy-five thousand dollars a year starting out, like, it just, the numbers don't work, you know, and that's going to affect a lot of life decisions down the line as far as where and when to start a family, to buy a house, to buy a car, all those things kind of get pushed off and people don't realize that while they're in school taking on these enormous amounts of debt. So right. maybe, anything, anything maybe there, maybe there comes a time when we reframe the narrative. Right. And so if we can see it, that it, that we're making, when we, when we invest in someone, you know, that, that we're, we're, we're getting the return on that. I mean, right now, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's broken. Yep. Just a, another speed bump in the healthcare system. That's for sure. Yeah. So we have to, we just need to keep, keep the faith that, that this thing, something's going to change. For sure. Well, Nick, thank you so much for your time. Like I said, I, I, I love the message and I love uh, everything that you're doing. Where can people find you if they want to learn a little bit more about the pink socks movement and, uh, you know, where can they find you on social media if they want to reach out to you? Yeah. So pinksocks.life is the website. And on Twitter, I'm Nick is N P D X N I C K I S the letter N P D X for Portland. Those are the, that's probably the best way. And on Twitter, follow the hashtag pink socks, always one word, always plural. You can see what the tribe around the world is doing, celebrate them, give them some love, yeah, retweet what they're doing. And, uh, yeah, we'll love to love to give you some socks. I'm a, I'll follow up with you, Scott, and and get you a, a box of pink socks gear that that you can that you can gift. We've got hair, awesome. hair scrunchies. We've got masks. We've got I've I've socks. seen it. You guys are blowing up here, expanding. Yeah. So well, I appreciate it, Nick. Thanks so much for your time. And like I said, I look forward to to following you in, in your journey, man. Yeah. Likewise, Scott. Thank you. I'm grateful. Access to healthcare is one of the largest issues facing both providers and patients, as millions of people worldwide lack timely and affordable access to healthcare. Anywhere Healthcare, a telehealth platform, is a simple, low-cost option for providers and patients that eliminates the barriers to access to all kinds of healthcare. To find out more, check out anywhere.healthcare, which is available on our show notes. And if you use the code HET in all caps when you email to sign up, you'll save 25% off the total cost. Thank you for attending class today. And we hope that you learned something and gained value from the content. If you'd like to schedule office hours with us, feel free to add us on Twitter at HET Podcast, on Instagram, HET Podcast, on Facebook, the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. And the homepage, healthcareeducationtransformationpodcast.com. And for those of you following along in the syllabus, extra credit can be obtained by liking us, sharing us, and leaving a review. Let's continue our journey up Mount Educational Success as lifelong learners.